And five, four, three, two. All right, man, another episode of San Francisco Training Camp Live with yours truly, Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky, the Butcher. Of course, catch us 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday on the morning roast here at 95.7 a game and catch this podcast uh, or this video, whatever you want to call it, Training Camp Live on the Odyssey app exclusively on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey, 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 the best app out there, sports, music, news, and much, much more. Let's just get right into it, man. The biggest story out here in the Bay Area, it's not the Giants being in first place and winning 80 games uh, on the on the season as we got about five weeks left. It's not about the Golden State Warriors drafting Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody and Clay Thompson doing all the random stuff and looking like he's going to be back maybe on Christmas Day. No, no. The biggest story in the Bay Area in hell, maybe the nation in a couple of weeks, is the quarterback position in San Francisco. When will we get clarity on the position? Shanahan didn't give us any clarity, but we did see some good from Trey Lance. We saw some good from Jimmy Garoppolo. We also saw some not so good from Jimmy G and some not so good from Trey Lance. So let's just kick this bad boy off. Trey Lance, Jimmy, before we get into who we think should start week number one. Just want to get your thoughts on yesterday's game, uh, Jasky. SoFi Stadium, Niners, Chargers. We saw an extended look at Trey Lance, and we saw Jimmy G for uh, 17 snaps on one drive. We'll start with Jimmy Garoppolo. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo looked composed. He looked um, like he had a little sense of urgency. I like the way that he was a rhythmic passer yesterday, taking what the defense gave him. Yeah, I could critique some of his fundamentals, footwork, ball placement. Yeah. accuracy little things like that all in all i think about 15 or so snaps i thought he looked pretty good in fact i thought he looked really good and the highlight of the day for me wasn't him using his arm it was him using his legs and that was the jimmy garoppolo that i fell in love with the guy who would make a play out of nothing who was decisive would put his foot in the ground and go um whether that's to set up to, to throw the ball down the field or to run and scramble and get a first down i like helter skelter sense of urgency jimmy garoppolo unfortunately i just didn't see enough of him b i i, I know he threw a, an errant pass to brandon Ayuk over the middle on third and 12 on the very first drive that gets tipped up in the air by Ayuk and gets intercepted to me it's on both those guys i thought jimmy missed an open receiver i thought it was a tough play for brandon Ayuk. he's dropped the ball a little too much for my liking early on and so i put it on both guys but that's the kind of a play that Kyle Shanahan scripted brilliantly where you got to step up and hit that guy in the numbers. Let's start with Jimmy. We've seen 25 snaps from Jimmy Garoppolo the preseason so far. Eight against Kansas City. That drive resulted into a punt. And then, of course, the interception yesterday where he had a wide-open passing lane. You don't see passing lanes that wide open for a quarterback and as you know, it tips off of Brandon Ayuk's hands. Sure, you like the receivers, you like to see the receiver come down with it, but that throw has to be between the numbers, not up here, way up here by his head, where he's extended himself, and he may get blown up by safety in the regular season if a throw is made like that from Jimmy Garoppolo. I saw a guy who looked okay. All right, he's been checking it down all for the first two preseason games. I don't know what's going on in practice. We see the video of him throwing deep to Travis Benjamin. Wasn't a great deep ball, but look, he got it there. It was a touchdown. I'll take that all day long. I don't care if there's a spiral or not. I saw a lot of checkdowns yesterday. Even on the checkdowns, I saw a guy who was like hopping around in the pocket. He was hopping, hopping, hopping. Like his feet didn't know what to do. 
And you saw the little check down, the ball placement to Charlie Warner, the ball placement, obviously, to Brennan Ayuk. There was some miscommunication with Brennan Ayuk. I thought Jimmy looked okay. Now, the run you get referenced for 10 yards, that was good. It was good to see Jimmy Garoppolo recognize that, okay, the rush is on. I got a free lane. Let me go pick up these yards. He looks like he's in great shape. He looks like he's in the best shape since he's been here in San Francisco. So I'll give him that. I'll give him that. But I didn't see anything spectacular. Nothing wowed me. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo's not a wire type of guy, at least the one we've gotten to know, uh, gotten to know over the last four or five years. But it was okay. I wasn't too impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo, Shasky. Um, I can understand that on a variety of levels, but that's not who Jimmy Garoppolo is. I mean, he's just not a guy that's going to wow you physically. He's a guy that's slow and steady, and, and that's kind of been the hallmark of his career. He's going to work methodical drives, keep on down and distance, keep this team on schedule, help balance it out with the running game, a uh, little play action here and there, and pick and choose his spots on when to attack. Like Bonte – that's who he's been for his entirety of his career. And I think it's hard for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo to wow someone with just one series, with, yeah. with just a couple of plays. Um, I still think he's the incumbent. We can get into it a little more, but I want to hear what you thought about Trey Lance. Yeah, I. before we get there, let me ask you this before we get to Trey Lance, because you know I love me some Trey Lance. Did you think Jimmy deserved another possession? Were you a little disappointed that you didn't see Jimmy uh, after that first possession? Look. 15 plays, 7 minutes, 27 seconds. They ate up a lot of clock in that preseason game. And I'm sure Shanahan was like, perfect. This is going quick. Nobody's going to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to get through this game easy breezy. But I wanted to see him for one more possession, one more possession, and I'm a little disappointed we didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, I could put this in both directions. I wanted to see Trey. But I also wanted to see Jimmy Garoppolo. So you only have so many bullets. You have to pivot and, and choose after you go 16 plays on that first drive. And I think that that changed things. We heard John Lynch come out with the television and radio broadcast before the game and basically say on the front end, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play one series. Then we're going to go to Trey Lance and hopefully play him two to three series and then go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. I was like, whoa. That was odd. I've never, I've never heard of this That before. was odd. That was odd. Very odd. Very odd. Um, again, I don't know what to make of how they're treating this internally, externally. I, I can't put my finger on it. Are they trolling us? Are they legitimate? Are they sincere? Is this all just a ruse to keep the Detroit Lions, you know, in the secret dark, you know, before week one? I, what are you really going to hide if Jimmy Garoppolo is your starter? You're not hiding any secrets here. There's not the Manhattan Project. So I don't know for who, for what they are doing this for. Um, I found it to be quite odd. I wanted Jimmy to play another series, whether it be in the second half, whether that be in the second quarter, or again in the first quarter. I would have found another series for Jimmy Garoppolo to go back out there. Three for six yesterday, 15 yards. Uh, the interception, I'm with you. I want to see Jimmy G play a little bit more. But since, since you asked me about Trey Lance right before, I guess I'll just get that started with Trey Lance. Look, he got some extended snaps yesterday. He got basically four possessions in the first half and another in the third quarter. Well, the first three possessions didn't go according to plan. He comes out, running play, hits Debo Samuel first down. I thought he showed real growth on the play where he got flushed out the pocket. He looked downfield, looked downfield, kept his eyes downfield. Boom, throw it away. Very savvy veteran type of move. Now, he threw a couple balls too high. 
I don't think they're as, as high as Jimmy Garoppolo's balls. Think about it. He threw Jimmy Garoppolo threw high to Brennan Ayuk, who's taller and has a has a bigger wingspan than Debo Samuel. I'm not making excuses for for Brennan Ayuk, nor am I going to make excuses for Trey Lance. Trey Lance has to get the ball down. But a wide receiver coach will always tell you if the ball hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. So Ayuk's ball, he drops it. Tough throw by Jimmy G. Trey Lance has two balls goes off the go off the hands of wide receivers in that first half. One to Debo Samuel, in which he looked like he could have ran for a long, long time. And of course, on the next possession, his second possession to Muhammad Sanu. First possession, I thought Trey looked fine. He looked composed. He looked at ease. He that presence was there. The presence I saw in training camp down in Santa Clara. Second drive, things got a little hairy. It almost feels like Shanahan has a mandate or has a chip in his brain saying. Trey, do not run. Whenever Trey thinks about running, there's this little voice that goes in his head like, hey, Trey, do not run. I don't know if it's a chip or what, but Trey's not running. I thought Trey looked fine. I thought Trey looked so good, Shasky, that I believed yesterday. I was convinced after last night's game that Trey Lance should be the week one starter. That's where I'm at with Trey Lance. That's how good I thought he looked yesterday. You know, I'm not ready to go that far, B. I mean, I, I love Trey Lance. I, I'm very infatuated with his skill level, his talent. I think he's farther along than I could have ever uh, imagined at this point in the um, in the process. But I'm just not willing to rush it. I think that the rushing of putting him out there far outweighs the risks um, of playing Jimmy Garoppolo. Like right now, I know Jimmy Garoppolo is limited. Believe me, I understand that. I'm not the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan by any means. I just I'm so worried about them botching this somehow, some way with Trey's overall development. Not that he's going to get completely warped physically or something like that could happen where it's a Joe Burrow situation. That's a rare thing to have happen. Just more like let's just set this thing off on the right pace. Why are we in such a time crunch? Like if I'm looking at the totality of his career, he's going to play here for 15 years. That's what I'm hoping. What's a week or two? Well, what's a week or two on 15 years? So I'm a little more patient than I thought I would be heading into this process. Because I'm going to be real with you, if they name him the starter, I'm not going to be mad at that either. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not patient with this situation because all we hear about is a soft landing. Everybody's trying to predict where, when or where is a good spot to start Trey Lance with the 49ers. Is it after the bye week against the Colts? Is it during the bye week? Is it later in the season? I'm looking at the schedule. I'm saying Philadelphia, or Detroit and Philadelphia. Those are your first two football games. Mm-hmm. We both believe, and I think a lot of naysayers and experts believe, Philly and Detroit are not going to be very good football teams. They're just no. not going to be very good. So if they're not very good and you're looking for a soft landing spot, it's at the beginning of the season to just give them the keys to the Ferrari and let them look forward. Let's turn the page and start the future now. Look, it's not about rushing Trey Lance because I do think he's raw. There's some things that, there's some things that, you know, Throwing the ball too hard. Velocity. Knowing when to put the right about touch on it. Knowing when to take your check down. It's not bad to take the check down. It's okay to give your receivers or running backs out of the backfield a chance to run with the football. But it's the it's the two-minute drill that he ran, 45 yards, or excuse me, 75 yards in 45 seconds. It's the drive after the after halftime, showing composure, looking off safeties, throwing darts, and not getting down on himself when the receivers are dropping passes or the running game is getting stuffed. This young man has all the polish in Moxie, and I, I he is so far ahead of the timeline I had for him. Look, two months ago, Shasky, I would have said, sit Trey for the entire season, let Jimmy Garoppolo rock, let him get ready for weeks for year number two. But after what I'm seeing in practice, 
And when I saw the two-minute drill and I hear him at the podium dissect his game, and then the fact that there's been no pre-snap penalties, he's calling his own audibles, and he's throwing the ball away, I'm saying he's as good as Jimmy Garoppolo right now with a much higher upside. What are we doing here? We see the story with Jimmy Garoppolo. It is a grind for him to get down the football field. Oh, the dick and ducks. I know it's look, football, you just got to win games. It's not about fantasy football, it's not about throwing a bob. But damn, don't you think just a chance for more explosive plays, the off scripted play, it is there for Trey Lance, and we haven't seen him run at all. I just think the time is now. The time is now, Shasky, to get this guy going in week number one against Detroit. Look, Fonte. It's such a tantalizing experience. You know I want it on a variety of levels when it comes to Trey Lance playing early for this team, like right away. Like, believe me, I want it. But I also understand it's a delicate process, and it's not sexy, and it's not something that is going to win me this argument because you're probably hitting sitting there with ace, uh, ace of spades in your hand if we were, if this were a card game. But the way I'm looking at this bad boy is that there's really no downside to waiting a couple of weeks. Like I get mm-hmm. what you're saying in terms of he's as good, if not better than Jimmy Garoppolo. If that's the case, then it'll play itself out over two weeks in, in the pre in the regular season at practice. And eventually he'll get his opportunity to me. The worst thing they could do is rush this. And if he's not ready, then you subject him. Oh, and I think I lost my partner because he does not even believe what he's saying. Joe Shasky, the butcher, does not believe what he is saying right now. Look, I know Joe Shasky as well as anybody at this station. After what he saw from Trey Lance yesterday and what we see from Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Shasky's trying to convince himself that it's ideal to start Jimmy Garoppolo. But let me tell you, Joe Shasky, the butcher, as he's back here at San Francisco Training Camp Live, he just cut out. I know Shasky. Watch Trey Lance to start week number one. I know deep down inside, Trey, Joe Shasky's like, you know what? We got this guy. He's a dual threat. He's rocking at number five. The chain is hanging out of the shoulder pads. He's got the visor on, and he's got the rocket arm. And, oh, by the way, he's audibly. Oh, by the way, he's looking off safeties. Oh, by the way, he's throwing the ball away, and we haven't seen the full package. We know what Jimmy G's bringing to the table. And you know what? It just ain't sexy enough for me. And it ain't sexy enough for Joe Shasky. I promise you that. Joe Shasky knows that he's lying to himself, knowing that Jimmy Garoppolo gives his best chance, this team the best chance to win number uh, week number one against Detroit. He knows the time is now to start Trey Letts. He knows deep in his heart. And, you know, there's a parable called the young bull and the old bull. And I was just explaining this to our producer, young Evan Giddings, who's a very young man and getting off to his life. The old bull and the young bull are standing at the top of the prairie overlooking the entire field. And there are cows galore for them to go and, and fornicate with, if we will. And instead of running down there all recklessly and, and, and basically shooting their chance off at being able to mate with every single one of the cows – You know, the old bull says, let's slow down. Let's go down there calmly, and we can make love to all of the bulls. And that's the way I would look at this Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance situation. 
Trey is going to be a phenom, but it still is a delicate situation because if you do it too prematurely, you risk ruining him long-term. And what I mean by is the psychological things. You don't want this person to develop horrible habits, feel tentative in the pocket, be a little worried or gun-shy because he is a phenom, B. I want him to reach his maximum potential. A week or two on the front end isn't going to ruin him. No, it's not, but it's not going to hurt either to play them against Detroit and Philadelphia. Let them play through some of that mistakes early on in the regular season. Look, I love the old bull, young bull analogy. That's all fine and dandy, but in this case, the old bull has been beat up. The old bull is on his <laughs> last leg. The old bull has no has no real bull in him. He doesn't have any of that anger, that moxie. It, no, it, it's the truth. I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to disrespect Jimmy G. I don't want to do that. I but. I love what Jimmy G has done with the 49ers. You know that, and I know that. I've been the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fan. So for me to turn heel on Jimmy G, usually a wrestling term, I've gone straight up heel on Jimmy G. I'm done seeing him. Dude, That watching that drive yesterday, that 15-play drive, I said, man, I would rather watch paint dry. This is boring. You know what he's going to do, four wide, three wide. Oh, happy feet, happy feet, check down. Happy feet, happy feet, check down. Happy feet, happy feet, check down. Oh, wide open passing lane. You know what? Let me try to drive the football. Oh, I'm airmailing it to Brandon Ayuk, interception. I've seen that story over and over and over. I would rather see the wow factor where I'm pulling up my chair and I'm saying, oh, boy, what is Trey going to do next? Is Trey going <laughs> to run it? Is Trey going to fire a fastball to Debo Samuel? He's going to hit that slant wide open. Like the touch pass to Trent Sherfield. Oh, oh, have you ever seen Jimmy run a two-minute drill like that? No. Oh, man. I'm, but, but, I'm telling you, shit ahead knows what's up. Blonte, it'll be very interesting to see what ends up happening at practice this week. Who gets what snaps? Uh, Shanahan was very non-committal when it came to his starter um, and, and naming it in the in the post-game press. Yep. I'll be very interested to see how we break down snaps. Quarterback is a huge, huge, huge element of the 2021 season. But let me just point out a couple of things that I think can really derail the season. Number one. What the hell is going on with some of these starters on the defensive line? Are we sure Nick Bosa is going to make it through an entire season? Are we uh, sure D Ford's yeah. going to make it through an entire season? Javon Kinlaw, he's on the scholarship program. Is this kid ever going to play? You're going to play Eric Armstead on the outside and have him crash in on a play action time and time and time again when everyone in the world knows that he can't cover anyone in space? That guy needs to be swung onto the inside. They got a bunch of interior defensive linemen, and they need their two outside defensive linemen to absolutely be ready and available every single week. Now, Ebicam looked good in this game. Small doses, he looked good. I like the linebackers a ton, but Bonte, I am worried about Bosa and Ford. You are talking about Porsches and and Ferraris that they need on that D-line. I love me a Mack truck, but a Mack truck ain't a Ferrari, my friend, when you want to wow the ladies. You know what? Floyd Mayweather last week posted a video on Instagram, and he called it the the Sweet 16 room. We had like 16 black cars, and it was Bentleys, Rolls Royces, Porsches, Ferraris, Benzes. And it's like, which one do I want to drive tonight? Uh, you know what? I'm going to keep the Ferrari inside. I'm going to keep the Porsche inside. I'm going to keep the Bentley inside. I'm just going to take this little Bentley. I'm going to take the Bentley over here, the old school one, and I'm going to drive it out. I'm going to drive it out to Vegas and hit the strip. Well, I think that's the same thing that's happening here with this defensive line. Ford and Bosa 
and Kinlaw are your Porsches. They're your Ferraris. Do I really need to take them out the garage for a week two preseason game against the L.A. Chargers at SoFi Stadium? No, I don't. I plan on playing two more times at SoFi Stadium. At the end of the season against the Rams and again in the Super Bowl. I don't need to bring the Porsches out for a preseason game in Inglewood. I know it's a nice sunny California day, but come on, man. Let's go. We don't need the Porsches to rev up right now. I am not concerned, and especially after seeing the D-line yesterday. Willis. Reed or Zach Kerr, DJ Jones, Mo Hurst, Art and Key, and Ibukam. Oh man, this D line is. I I I'm not worried about them whatsoever. Okay, let me go to the next uh, couple of spots on the team that I I feel right now are soft spots. Safety, uh, cornerback. I like the Amador Lenore. I thought he stepped yeah. up, looked really good. Yeah, um, has earned, in my opinion, some benefit of a doubt. Mosley, Earth to Mosley, are you on this team? Haven't seen you all summer. Haven't seen you all. All training camp, and then what? Are they just going to play the rookie Hufanga? Uh, is that is that what they're going to do? I mean, I like I them, know. but is that what they're going to roll out there week one? I don't know. I don't know. Ha ha! Clinton Dix got beat for the touchdown. Easton Stick with a nice play. Ha ha! Clinton Dix dime. fell asleep for a second there. Didn't stay on his man, but I like what I saw from him. Hufanga's a player. Hufanga's going to be a player here, and I think fans are going to love this guy out of USC. He hits. He flies around the football. He's everywhere. Cover skills need some work. But I thought overall the defense yesterday, without Fred Warner Jr., without Bosa, without Ford, defense looked fine. They looked really fine. Lenore, you bring up him, six six times quarterbacks have tried to complete a pass against Lenore. They've completed zero. Passer rating is zero. Zero, zero, zero. So Lenore is much further along than Ambry Thompson. Thomas out of Michigan. Thomas looks like he needs P-Squad. Seriously. He is not ready to go in the NFL. Got beat for the deep route. B.W. Webb, get him off the team. He's not going to be around here. He has no clue what he's doing. He doesn't know if he's in man, zone. He, he, he don't even know what the dude in the front row is eating. Like, is it nachos or chicken tenders? B.W. Webb, bye-bye. He's gone. Yeah, so here are my three automatic cuts right now. Right now. I can cut these guys right now. They have to go from 85 down to 80. You said one of them in web. Gone. See ya. Bye-bye. The other guy I'm going to nominate is Richie James. Bye-bye. Oh. This oh. guy couldn't catch a cold. I mean, could not catch a cold. Give me your third guy that you would just get rid of right now and not skip a beat. Whoo. Well, quick thoughts on Richie James Jr. I heard the broadcast say, man, that's a high throw by Trey Lance. <laughs> He's got to take something off of it. It hit him right in the hands, right in front of his face mask. Catch the damn football. Look like you're sure of yourself one time. Oh, my Lord. He looked awful. He, he looked look awful. Uh, if I had to pick a guy to cut, probably be Jalen Hurd. It'd probably I'm, be Jalen Hurd. I've given you. up on him. Jawan Jennings looks the part. He looks like he can do everything we hope Jalen Hurd could do. Like, you're not going to probably line him up in the backfield as an H-back like a Jalen Hurd, but you could move this guy in motion. He could block a little bit. He's physical. You could run a quick wide right receiver slash tight end screen to him. He'll break a tackle. Jawan Tennis has taken that spot. Bye-bye to Richie James Jr. Bye-bye to Jalen Hurd. And bye-bye to B.W. Webb. That's my third guy. Who you got for number three? Well, that I think you you hit it right on the head there. There's no question about it. I'm saying bye-bye, Jalen Hurd. Uh, the other guy that I, I can say bye-bye to is Nate Sudfeld. Bye-bye! Yes, uh, we, all right. We've seen enough of you. Bye-bye! Nate Sudfeld. 
Why does Shanahan fall in love with these bum-ass quarterbacks and bring them into camp? Why are we wasting snaps on Nate freaking Sudfeld? Why are we wasting snaps on Josh Rosen? I want to see Jimmy. I want to see Trey. I want to see Trey. I want to see Jimmy. Stop wasting our time with Nate Sudfeld. As soon as he entered the game yesterday, I hit the rewind button on the remote control. I said, okay, it's take two to watch this game. There's no reason to watch Nate Sudfeld. No, whatsoever. So, all right. So, a couple other quick concerns. Offensive line will always be something that I'm monitoring. It's tough to get a gauge with no Alex Mack and Trent Williams. Right guard, I'm a little concerned about. Aaron Banks out for quite some time. He wasn't developing, but I'm a little worried there. The other area, and I think this is huge the special teams unit looks horrific. Oh, oh. The punter looks like a bum, oh. and the kicker looks completely shot. What do you think? No, we talked about this on Friday. For some reason, we were, like, angry on Friday doing this training camp live uh, exclusively on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey, 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 San Francisco training camp live with Joe Shasky, the Butcher, and Bonte Hill. Look, defense goes out there, allows 2.6 yards per play. All right, they flew around. 11 tackles for loss without all those guys we cited, D4, Nick Bosa, uh, Javon Kenlaw, Fred Warner Jr., so on and so forth. This kicking game, and nobody's talking about it for some reason. Nobody wants to talk about it. That's two missed extra points for Robbie Gold, mm -hmm. and those are some bad punts for Mitch Wisnowski. Oh. You spend a fourth-round pick on which Mitch Wisnowski, I'm expecting you to be Shane Leckler. I'm expecting you to be one of the best punters to ever live. This kicking game is atrocious to the point where if Robbie Gold can't make an extra point, give me Trey Lance on the two-point conversions and let me run some run pass options, and we'll just go for two the rest of the damn game. Seriously, why are you wasting my time? This guy, Robbie Gold, had the audacity to hold out a couple years ago like he was Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> held out on the 49ers after sitting in the box in Chicago watching the Bears and the Eagles in a wild card game and you hold, a kicker holding out. For my 49ers, the 49ers, the glamorous franchise, about to enjoy his 75th season, the 75th anniversary season, and I got Robbie Gold holding out, and this guy can't make an extra point? Bye-bye. Bring in some kickers this week and try them out. It's time to open up the competition at the kicker spot. I'm dead serious. The other area that I'm very worried about, obviously, special teams return uh, coverage units um, and punt units. There's no doubt. You, you don't have a lot of safeties on this team, and usually corners and safeties are, are, are what make a really good outstanding special teams unit. Ah, not really – not really seeing much there. And then who's my returner? Stop giving Richie James turn. The next huh. guy Richie James shakes is the first guy he shakes right. on a punt. Give Simba the job right now. I don't want to see Richie James Jr. take another snap. He has become Bruce Ellington, Quentin Patton. Oh, man. Bye-bye. You know what is uh, Josh Cribs? What's he doing right now? What's Devin Hester doing right know. now? Where's Ted Gage Jr. at? Like, I can't be anybody but Richie James. Like, I saw Jarek McKinnon Friday night do the same thing that he was doing in San Francisco with the Chiefs. He caught a ball, caught a kickoff, nine yards deep in the end zone, took it out and got to the 13-yard line. I said, you can't make this stuff up. I swear to God, I watched it. I said, you can't make this stuff up. This guy is still aloof, uh, has no IQ whatsoever. And Richie James Jr. on the sudden thinks he has a lot more wiggle. I, I don't know what's going on with Richie James Jr., I really don't. I tell you one area I'm not worried about is D line and the running back room. Yeah, the I'm running good. back room is loaded. 
How good does Hasty look? Jamichael Hasty runs hard. He puts his head down and he's not giving up any carries. Like Jimmy Garoppolo will give up a snap and a rep in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, Trey, go ahead. Take this first team rep. Oh, go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Nate. Take these reps. Jamichael Hasty is going in there and saying, I want all the carries. I want the ball. I love Hasty. What happened to you and Jimmy Garoppolo, man? Just, you guys were too, besties. He's too nice. He's too nice. Like, my look, here's my dating life in a nutshell, right? Okay. I was a nice guy. I would open the door for women. I do all the stuff I pay. They still moved on to the next guy. And I, you know, a girl, my old former roommate, Shelly Kemp, said, you know, Bonte, you know, she had her degree. She was all sweet and a goody two shoes. She goes, Bonte, women like jerks. <laughs> women like a guy with a little jerk in them. So you know what I did? I developed the little a-hole in me, and I haven't looked back. Jimmy Garoppolo needs to develop some jerk in him. Seriously, he's got to become a jerk here. Stop giving up reps. Jermichael Hasty, he put Mostert and Trey Sermon and company on alert saying, look, if y'all ain't out here, I'm gobbling up the carries. And Jeff Wilson Jr., while you're rehabbing, I'm running a damn football. Jimmy Garoppolo needs to do that. Shanahan needs to bring in another kicker and tell Robbie Gold to fix your act. This is un unacceptable. I'm serious. Serious. Late. Gentlemen, uh, develop a little jerk in you. The women will love you. Salty, salty B. I kind of like it. That should be your rap name. Salty B. Just throw it out there, man. I'm you saying, know? man. It's, I, it's, it's, it's ticking me off. Grass. It's ticking me it. off. These these uh, guys are too nice. You're giving up reps. We ain't got time to give up reps. You're playing for your life. Your NFL life. Do you think this Raider game is going to be a dress rehearsal, or do you think it was the Charger game we just saw? I don't know. I feel like I need to see a little something in this Raiders game. I feel like I need to see a little something in this Raiders game. You ain't gonna get to see nothing. It's gonna be a little peekaboo. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, you know what? You know what we'll see? You know what we'll see Sunday? Huh. We'll see Trey Lance take over the QB one spot forever. That's what's gonna happen on Sunday. After Sunday's performance for Trey Lance, we'll be previewing the Detroit Lions game saying it is time for number five. The future is now. It's time for Lance to make them dance. And that's how we're going to end this podcast here. Wow. Joe Shasky, the butcher. I'm saying I've turned a 720 on Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm over it. I'm tired of the Deacon and Duncan. Take a yeah. shot. It. It's preseason football for crying out loud. It means nothing. Take a damn shot and stop throwing pick sixes in practice to dirt with James and being all cool with it. Oh, it's all shucks. It's okay. It's just a scrimmage. No, the Chargers are laughing at you right now. And the league will be laughing at you if you continue to play your play, play the way you're playing right now, Jimmy G. Come on. Step up. I got to pull this knife that you shoved out of his chest right here. And, uh, man, oh, my goodness. Well, there we go, folks. 49er Church, San Francisco Training Camp Live. This is what you get. Jimmy Garoppolo getting his beheaded by Bonte Hill. <laughs> Peace out, guys. <laughs>